Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Forever in Bloom. As you already know, I'm Jane. I'm Nicole, guys. Welcome back. I hope you guys had a fabulous week. Welcome to December. Oh my goodness. Happy holidays. Yeah, I cannot believe it's December. Toronto got its first snowfall this past week and it it was it was a lot it was a lot it really just went from like zero to 100 we got no snow one day to like the grounds were covered the trees were covered wow everything was just like it's december yeah just like it was like clockwork right overnight <laughs> surprise christmas it was <laughs> it literally was i like walked out of my bedroom and i like turned around and we have like windows in our living room and i turned around and looked outside we like face a park and it was just like white like all the trees were just like covered completely covered and i turned to my roommate and i was like what the heck is that <laughs> what is that what is that stuff right now <laughs> yeah, like what is that doing there i don't understand <laughs> december is where i think snow should start light dusting of snow up until christmas and then it should be gone and then it should be springtime agreed new year's eve you should be able to wear cute outfits and not have to wear a ski jacket to wherever you're going to celebrate <laughs> very triggering i know triggering thinking about coat check days <laughs> how was your week otherwise my week was very normal i started decorating for christmas in my apartment so that i don't feel as homesick i am flying home in 22 days so i'm so excited how was your week nicole what did you get up to I had an interesting week. First off, I don't remember what episode this was. Maybe the career growth one, the penguin mugs. I got it in the mail. It finally came. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jane, I'm so sorry, everyone. You cannot see, but Jane can describe what she's looking at. Oh, I'm looking at a sticky note being put inside of the penguin. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so cute. Oh, he turned out so well. Okay, guys, so what I'm seeing is just like a little chunky. She's she's so chunky. Penguin. He's got little arms on the side and little eyes and a pink little beak. And where's the, do you have a um, a handle or no handle? No handle. It is a penguin cup. I tried to make a handle, but it was it was a lot. As you guys know, that episode, it was, um, it, there was a lot of stress involved in this penguin <laughs> making. And the handle was just out of the question for me. Some people did a handle, but most people didn't. So now she's just a cup. And yeah, there's something in the cup. And okay. that kind of leads into my next story. So the other day I was, the other day I was at an appointment downtown and I decided to drive, <laughs> decided to drive to the appointment because it was like a 15 minute drive and it was like during work hours. I was gonna, mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste time. So I drove down to my appointment and it was in downtown. So streets are always packed. Parking is always a headache in Toronto. And I found a beautiful parking spot right outside my appointment building, like directly in front of the front doors. Nobody was there. I just like swerved on in. I didn't have to parallel park. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is a beautiful parking spot. I'm going to take it right now. Parking was only $4. So I put it in the app and I for parking it was beautiful and i was just on time for my appointment so i moseyed my way on upstairs to my appointment my 10 minute appointment <laughs> literally 10 minutes and as i'm in sitting in my appointment i'm just saying thank you to the universe for giving me this beautiful parking spot i was saying thank you i was showing gratitude as you should when good things happen to you you should always mm -hmm. thank the universe because that will train your brain to then look out for more things that are you know good and i'm just like chilling i'm like waiting for the elevator to take me back down to my car and I'm just like, oh, I love this parking spot. Thank you, universe, <laughs> for always being on my side, for always looking out for me. I appreciate it. I see you seeing me mm -hmm. type of thing. Like respect. <laughs> I walk back out to my car. <laughs> I get into my car and I'm about to put in the maps of like me getting home. And I look up and I see a bright yellow <laughs> parking ticket on my oh, dash. No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and not any parking ticket. A $100 parking ticket. Just on my dash. Oh my god. Oh my god. The universe really said in reverse. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, that's not that's not what I think it is. Like that can't be a parking ticket. I'd pay for parking. It was only four dollars, remember? Mm -hmm. She was beautiful. It was a hundred dollar parking ticket. So now that beautiful spot costed me a hundred and four dollars. A hundred and four dollar beautiful parking spot. <laughs> she was pristine and like not gonna lie, it was kind of worth it. It was a great parking spot, and usually in Toronto, I would have to walk God knows how long to find a parking spot and then walk to yeah. like, my appointment. But alas, a parking ticket was just placed beautifully on my oh. dash. And I looked at the time of when it was written, 
it was four minutes after I left my car. My appointment was no lie, 10 minutes long. So it was like, I could have beaten it. Wow, they must have been like sitting there. Oh, 100% there was a cop like around the corner, just like watching with binoculars, waiting for me to leave my car and then he'd walk over. 100%. So that is my week update. I Let me know if I should fight this. I kind of thinking about fighting it. Why not? Honestly. Exactly. The universe really played you. She was like, we're going to make Nicole think that we're giving her everything she wants only to kick her. You're going to come out a better woman on the other side. You're going to go, you're going to fight this. I think you should fight it, in my opinion. I think I should fight it too. And I think I'm going to, because I think it would just be like virtual court. Oh, that's so true. And like that I can do. If anything, I'll just ask, can you just take the $4 off of the parking ticket? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just asking for the $4 discount back. (laughs) $100 is enough. But the fact that I did pay to park there, That's so whack that it allowed you to pay to park there, even though it was, like, illegal. Yeah, the signage in Toronto, in my opinion, isn't the best. And there was also, like, a tree covering the sign. I have a a whole case prepared. I I took a picture of the sign. (laughs) Good. good. Always good to have receipts. So maybe in a few episodes, we'll have a conclusion to this parking ticket dilemma. Wow. But that is my week update. That is. That's all I can say. That's an expensive week. It was an expensive parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) No wonder it was so good. You were paying for it. You just didn't know. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. But this week, oh my God, we are so excited for this episode. The Spotify wraps came out today and we were like, cancel whatever topic we are going to talk about today. We're talking about our Spotify wraps. Because Lord knows, I love a good, uh, I love a good song recommendation in these episodes (laughs) and an entire episode of song recommendations. Oh, you guys are in for it. I'm so excited. I have been listening to my playlist all day. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, this playlist is so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wonder who made it. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's me. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, we're going to dive into our personal wraps. We're going to kind of like go through the little stories. I was so well done this year. Spotify just has so much fun with it. And I love that. I want to work on the team that does these wraps. Yeah. I know that'd be really cool. I saw it getting some heat over on Twitter because it was being like a little too like cringy. It was like one of the freeze frames is like you deserve a playlist as good as your skincare routine or as long as your skincare routine or something like that. And people just like roasted yeah. that one. <laughs> it's like, all right, relax. That was one I was like, wait, how do they know? <laughs> I didn't realize everyone else has said that. I was like, is that just a me thing or... I know, me too. I kind of wish they had took out like a couple different versions of the videos and then dispersed it like at a random order so not everyone got the exact same video and it wasn't just like copy paste. Yeah. I think that would be cool if they put a little more time into like the actual video rather than just be like one and then you just fill in per user. Right. I think that'd be cool if it was like more personalized, not personalized, but like if they had like five different versions and then it just got like dispersed randomly. It was just randomly generated. I I think that would be yeah. a very good idea. So Spotify, if you're listening. Spotify, if you take that, <laughs> pay us. <laughs> Spotify, if you're listening to this, follow us on Instagram. You can give us a DM and we'd love to work with you. <laughs> we would be, I mean, like for a price. Right. But we, we Oh, 100%. Like maybe for <laughs> a six-figure paying career with good benefits. <laughs> I mean, like, baseline. (laughs) I'll be there. I'll be there. You just give me the terms and conditions. But yeah, so excited to talk about it this week. Do we want to start off doing our minutes listened? You can take it away. Let's hear how many minutes you spent. My minutes listened is 42,072, which is, I got the number of 87% more than other Canadians. That's pretty good. I don't really know what that means, (laughs) but she's there. (laughs) That's crazy. Mine, I spent 84,112 minutes listening, and that is more than 97% of the listeners in Canada. Some of the top 3%. Wow. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. And what is your what is your song of the year for your like top song? Uh, my top song of the year is Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Really? I know. I was kind of surprised to see that that made it into my top. But now that I think about it, when she dropped that single, 
it was on repeat. I just, I, I couldn't get sick of it. I wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's just so goddamn catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, what was yours? So I was also very surprised about my song of the year. It is, I hope you're miserable until you're dead. My Nessa Barrett. I love that song. Yes. Yes. I I genuinely don't know how this made it in my top one because I, I started listening to this song halfway through August and that's only two and a half months of the entire year versus, you know, the rest of the 10 months of the year. No song beat that. Right. I felt that was kind of like weird. I don't know why that song was my number one. How many times did you listen to it? 166. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes sense now. I feel like there was so many other songs I had on repeat, but I guess not as many as 166. 160? That's a long loop. I wonder how many minutes that took of your entire minutes of the year. That is a really good question. I feel like I should make a disclaimer. We all know I went through a breakup this year, so a lot of my songs are- Breakup songs? <laughs> like a little of like that realm. So I felt like this Spotify wrapped wasn't like 100% accurate of the first half of the year, mm-hmm. which like kind of sucked, but there are a few songs that- represent that very well (laughs) yes and i hope you're miserable until your dad is like one of them i had on repeat that's not what i wish and that's not what i project onto anyone oh no 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 but it was just a really good song it's a good song it's an absolute (laughs) bop but yes i guess we can have a general disclaimer any of these songs they're just ones that really got us through and yeah they're not particularly targeted towards absolutely anyone. Exactly. I also went through a breakup this year. Yes. Went through a very life-altering move. I have gone through truly the full spectrum of emotions in this entire year. Crazy wild. Yes. How many times did you listen to your top song? Uh, 69. Oh. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <It's> like, gross. <laughs> Why couldn't we have just listened to it one more time? <laughs> Wait, why is mine so high? 166? Maybe you fell asleep. No. (laughs) She was on repeat. Anyway, my number two song is Happier Than Ever, but it's the edit. So it's like the shorter version. It's just that like really angry part, the part that like everyone was obsessed with. It's just the edit that Billy released in, I want to say August, or maybe it was September. Wait, I didn't even know there was an edit. Yeah, yeah, it's like just the angry part, like just the like part that everyone's obsessed with. Yeah. That is my number two song. Wow. So if you listen to the song and you know what I'm talking about, that was me for... A good chunk. (laughs) You know, a long time. I really do love that song. I think it's so well written. Like even the entire, like not even just the edit, like the entire song. I think it's so well written. Mm -hmm. And I think Billy wrote this like two years ago and she just now released it. Or I guess, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. And it's just like, I wonder how many other amazing songs are just like in her vault. Right. And she's just like keeping them to herself. Oh, the song was so good. I loved the song so much. I absolutely love that song too. I think I listened to it, well, apparently not enough for it to make it into my top songs, but (laughs) I fully obsessed with it. And obviously the entire world was too. Just seeing her like put so much anger into her music. I think that was a new side of her that we had never really seen before. She's got that very uh, like sultry, just kind of quiet, whispery voice. And then to hear her like get angry and put that much emotion into a song and seeing her perform it live too, you can just really tell that like whoever this song is about, we won't speculate, but yeah, they really did a number. Yeah, I know. And seeing like the live performances and hearing like the crowd sing as well, like everyone felt this song. Yeah. This song was like the song of, I want to say 2021 for a lot of people. It was just like, oh, it hit so hard for so many people. Oh, totally. It went viral on TikTok as well. And mm-hmm. I was reading some comments on a few of the videos where like the song was the audio and people didn't even know it was Billy. Yeah. Like her voice was just so different because she you said she's used to like the whispery, sultry, you know, slower songs. And then once you hear her like scream that like passionately, people didn't even know it was her, which is like kind of really cool 
as like an artist you can do so many different things yeah i was craving a different sound from her and so when she released happier than ever i was just so excited for her album and i don't want to upset anyone but like i didn't really enjoy it Mm. i don't even think i made it the entire way through because it is a lot of just her like more slower songs maybe i just didn't make it to the ones that weren't but yeah actually maybe i don't have any right to say anything because i didn't listen to it (laughs) i do feel a little bit of the same way i think i only took like a handful of songs out of it Mm -hmm. i felt it was very this is turning to an album review i know i felt a lot of the songs blended together and that could have been her like intention purpose Mm -hmm. exactly to make it like one long almost like song right you know where you go through different like phases and everything kind of like really flows yeah but in terms of like saving individual singles I, I did only save a couple of them. Right. It was more of like a body of work yeah. than a bunch of mini projects thrown into a... Which I guess when you look at it in that way, I do love albums that do that where you listen to it front to back and the artist is really trying to convey a story. Yeah. I think there's a lot more effort put into albums that are like an entire body of work versus an album that's just built out of different singles that an artist just throws together and says, oh yeah, they're kind of the same genre. Yeah. And just speaking of that, like Adele, when she dropped her most recent album that we all know I love, (laughs) she made Spotify take away the like shuffle feature. Because she's just like artists put together this body of work as a purpose in this very specific order to be listened in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. So having that shuffle feature is almost like a slap in the face of being like, I'm going to choose how I want to listen to this. And it's like, it doesn't give the amount of effort that the artist wanted it to give. Right. I feel like I don't totally see that with Billy's album. Like it was meant to be like front to back. Right. Like a very linear progression. Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that Adele kind of fought for that. Because when you think about before we had platforms like Spotify to listen to music, you would just go by a cd or a record and you would have to skip to the tracks that you wanted to listen to because it was in chronological order however the artist wanted to put them in there yeah but nowadays it's kind of a free game so i think that's really cool that she's kind of fighting for that Mm -hmm. funny kind of story (laughs) about Billie eilish though (laughs) with nicole and i we jumped on the Billie Eilish train from like day one nicole and i loved her loved her music copycat all the big ones this was like three years ago i it must have been we were still in university so maybe closer to like four maybe four years ago this was yeah this was her like yeah copycat days it wasn't her where we go when we sleep album yeah it was before it was before them so before she completely blew up and she had a show in toronto nicole and i were just saying wow we really like we should go and it was very last minute it was the day of the concert yeah nicole's in waterloo i'm in belmont and we're like facetiming yeah trying to come up with travel plans i was like i'll come pick you up and then we'll like go into toronto and we'll go to the show it's gonna be so much fun let's find tickets we end up finding tickets on this facebook page and they were like 45 dollars no it was it was like 90 dollars, and we said we'll take them for 30 we're trying to get a good deal and he said he said okay and we said hell yeah thank you universe once again for being on our side we love you this is never there's no red flags here at all and he said okay i love bartering <laughs> yeah he literally said okay 90 dollars. no we'll take them for 30 he was like okay that was our first red flag yeah god yeah so long story short we ended up getting scammed yeah and we transferred this guy this money and he's being all shady and we're like can you send us the tickets and he's like well just send it to me over paypal yeah and use a family friend account so that we couldn't report it to paypal yeah as like a business transaction so i was the person like messaging this guy on facebook And Mm -hmm. the way he was setting up this plot of his, he had a whole character. He was like, my daughter is sick. So ill. I can't take her to the concert anymore. I just, I don't care about the money. I just want to get rid of the tickets. And he was messaging me all, like, all of this on Facebook. And he had this whole story. He was like, I'm in the car right now with her. And we're going to go to the hospital. And then once I get home, I'll transfer the tickets. It was a whole this guy was committed yeah this guy was like that he was definitely a, a theater major because this guy was committed to the art and totally playing on our heartstrings <laughs> yeah. we were on the other side just being like oh i hope your daughter's okay no problem take, take your, time. your time health is important <laughs> she would like will gladly enjoy the show so sorry you can't go yeah i'll send her videos i'll like buy her merch don't worry about it yeah and then eventually we just got blocked yeah. <laughs> no tickets were sent we sent them we sent the money and like an hour later of waiting we were like hey can we get the tickets we were getting ready to leave hard block from whatever that guy's name was yeah no way to like get in touch with him again and we were just out the 60 dollars. <laughs> exactly so 
lesson learned i have not gotten scammed Uh, since so i mean like thanks billy yeah i'll take that lesson heart exactly but now i'm annoyed that anytime i want to go see her i'm gonna have to pay upwards of 200 (laughs) dollars not 30 (laughs) not 30 we should have just been on top of it and bought real tickets for the show ah you live and you learn folks wasn't meant to be (laughs) jumping on over into my number two my number two for this year was furniture by i don't even know how to say her name maude latour maude latour m-a-u-d-e and then last name l-a-t-o-u-r interesting yeah i'm like i know this person this is the only song i know by her and this song's an absolute bopperoony that's all i can say about it it's just a really great song and i wish i knew more about her to give her a little plug but i don't i stumbled upon it just on a random playlist one day and it's been stuck in my head ever since pretty interesting never heard of her same give it a listen (laughs) what is your number three my number three song is circle the drain by soccer mommy I love Soccer Mommy. My friend Brayden introduced me to her and he is obsessed with her. And this song is just, she's just singing about watching her heart circle the drain and going down the drain. And it's just like, it's kind of a heartbreak song, but the beat of it is very catchy. Mm. So he does a cover of Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chicks and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I'm surprised that one didn't make it on here, but Circle the Drain did. Yeah, I highly recommend Soccer Mommy. She's a good sad girl vibes. What was your number three? so my number three is the longer version of happier than ever (laughs) (laughs) not just the edit but we also have the full version she does not discriminate no And I don't know why both of them made it on. I feel like I like only listened to one of them on repeat, but both of them made it on. I don't know if that really counts as a number three, but that is my number three. I I think it counts. (laughs) My number four was a song that I found on TikTok. And I'm not kidding when I say this song changed my life. (gasps) I love it. I relate to it so hard. And my favorite thing about this song is I played it a lot when me and my dad drove out to Seattle together. I oh, I love playing music for my dad because he never says anything. But when he does say something, I'm like, wow, this is a top tier song. Gary said, this song is Gary approved. He's like, I really like this girl's voice. I really like her. What? And I was just like, holy guacamole. I love that you love her too. It's Nine Months by Annie DeRusso. She puts so much emotion into this song. It's basically about like how a relationship that she was in, she has a line in there that says, you were in my life for nine effing months. And when they talk about us, don't you ever say that we're in love. And I love it. It's a little kind of more rocky emo-y, I guess. Absolutely love it. Sounds like a must listen. Yes. Oh, out of my top five, that's the one that I would say listen to, even though we haven't gotten to number five yet, but definitely listen to this one. My number four, nine months, Annie DeRusso, D-I- r-u-s-s-o nicole take it away with your number four my number four is a song called remember acoustic version by becky hill I also only found this song in like August or September. I love this song. (laughs) I've never heard it. It's a very heartbreak song. It's really good. I first fell in love with it just for the harmonies. She does a great job. It's just her singing, but she does Mm -hmm. a great job layering her voice and the harmonies are just like beautiful. And it's, there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of heartbreak in this song. It's just about like being okay after heartbreak and then you remember Mm -hmm. all the good times and everything that like made you remember the person right it's a very heartbreak song i kind of had to stop listening to it because it made me like really sad (laughs) 
<laughs> right. It was one of those songs that, you know. Yeah, but she still ended up in my top four. So it's an amazing, amazing song. I do absolutely adore the harmonies in this song. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it a listen. I haven't heard of her before. Yeah. My number five is one of my favorite songs. I don't know how this is not higher on my list, but it's Carried Away in brackets Love to Love by Madison Beer and Surf Mesa. I'm obsessed with this song. I've been obsessed with it since it came out. I'm just so in love with this song. Yeah. It's so flowy and Madison's voice is just like so pretty. The instruments in the background are gorgeous and I just, I feel the lyrics so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jane and I said in our very first podcast episode, we really do just like love to love. We love relationships and we love that kind of like aspect of love. Yeah. And that song is literally just that, like it encapsulates that just like you love to love, you love getting carried away in the fantasy and the idea of people and it's it's hard and it it breaks your heart sometimes but it's just like you love to do it so you're gonna do it anyway and it's a beautiful song i love that song so much yeah that is a great song i'm glad that it made it in your top five i'm so so surprised it didn't make it higher i play it like at least once a day not as much as 166 <laughs> literally so wait i'm wait so how did that not make it into your top five i read that spotify doesn't take an account from january to november or to december 1st i guess i heard it like cuts it off because it's just so much data that it only takes it like for a portion of your year oh i heard that as a rumor interesting i don't know if it's 100 percent true because i feel like some people also are like why is this song in my top whatever and like same with my other top four like those are all songs i discovered in august except for happier than ever i don't know when that got released i don't remember Hmm. but all those were in august and that's only two and a half months from today right so it's like did that really beat the other 10 months of the year of listening i don't know yeah i really don't know Mm, very interesting very very interesting weird right so there's like a little conspiracy theory with the spotify raps of just being like we don't know if these are like yeah is it real or are they just making it up <laughs> exactly but what is your number five my number five was driver's license by olivia rodrigo obviously that song blew up just absolutely took the world by storm catapulted her into the spotlight yeah i love that song me too i still think it slaps i haven't gotten sick of it i still scream it at the top of my lungs when i'm driving around yeah it's a great song i know i love olivia i was gonna say great song great girl i look at her as the like new taylor swift (laughs) just like baby taylor swift she's doing it i totally agree she definitely takes so much inspo from taylor swift in general and you can so hear it in her lyrics and the just the sound of her music so taylor swift i love it yeah i can't even i can't even talk about taylor swift right now it'll be the entire episode (laughs) (laughs) oh my god let's uh let's jump on over to our audio auras yes my audio aura is wistful and energy oh what is yours that's so fun i got wistful and bold Oh, I don't really know what this means. This is a new edition this year. I know. So I like, I don't really know what that means, where that came from. And I kind of had to Google the definition of wistful just to make sure. So for any of our listeners who are not 100% sure what wistful truly means, it is having or showing a feeling of vague or regretful longing. So to me, that just sounds like depressed. Yeah. (laughs) To me, that just sounds like you're depressed and living in the past, I guess. I get, uh, yeah. And bold. Don't really know what to make of that. It kind of just seems like they threw some random words in there. The fact that we both got wistful, but have pretty different top songs is interesting. Yeah, I know. Very, very interesting. But going into genres, how many different genres did you listen to this year? I listened to 147 different <gasps> genres this year. Oh my god! I only listened to 75 different genres. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such a high number. Whoa. I bounce around with genres. I just, I listen to everything. I like everything. I can find something to like in almost every genre. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that that number is so high. But my top genres in order are indie pop, 
dance pop, pop punk, modern alternative rock, and bedroom pop. Okay, okay. My top genres are dance pop, indie pop, chill R&B, electro pop, Ooh. don't know what that means, and contemporary country. Oh? I know. Very weird. Very interesting. Yeah. Contemporary country? Yeah, I know. Very interesting. Do you listen to any... Oh, I guess Casey Musgraves would probably fall under contemporary country. I think that is probably what it is and how that got into my genre. The next section is podcasts. And my top podcast was a podcast I recommended a few episodes ago. It's the Hey Babe podcast. I love this podcast so, so much. I listened to 48 episodes this year for a total of 3,813 minutes of Hey Babe. I love them so, so much. And when I was expressing all my love to them in a few few episodes back, I really did mean it and this really does show it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely over 3,000 minutes. She's a true fan ladies and gentlemen my top podcast was crime junkie with (gasps) ashley flowers i listened to 65 episodes for a total of 2372 minutes wow i love crime junkie it's just an easy thing to throw on while i'm working oh wow (laughs) yeah that is a good one my top podcasts in order are hey babe of course ear biscuits which is rhett and link's podcast i (laughs) i love this podcast so much Rhett and Link are my true internet dads I've watched them and listened to them for years probably close to 10 years since like early early high school I love them so so much and a lot of people know them as their persona like online of Rhett and Link from like Good Mythical Morning and everything else they've done online but Ear Biscuits really strips it back and they don't show any of their like goofy YouTube you know personas like the like fake persona they kind of have it's so stripped back they did a series recently on ear biscuits where they talked about what it was like growing up in like a super religious area that they did they were evangelical christians growing up and they talked about what it was like growing up in like purity culture they bring their wives on and they talk about what it's like growing up as like a female in that type of society it was so so cool and they have a bunch of like funny stories coming from it of course but it's very honest and real they've done so many different series on like that and their whole like religious background it's not a religious podcast i'm pitching this a really weird way but it's just very very funny Mm -hmm. and if you know rent and link listening to ear biscuits is like a great way to see them for who they like really are I love it. I love that podcast. My third one is True Crime Obsessed. It is also a podcast I recommended a few episodes ago. I love it. I won't get into it. My fourth one is Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. Mm. Oh, I love Emma. This podcast is so cool. She's done such an amazing thing with it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And then a very weird podcast in fifth place, Michaela Peterson's podcast. Very interesting to be on fifth place. I think I only listened to this like a handful of times in the beginning of the year who is that if you know jordan peterson it is his daughter and jordan peterson is a professor at the university of toronto he's very famous for like believing a certain way and he has a great amount of like very popular speeches like that are popular all over the world he's very well known and it is his daughter who kind of believes in the same things he does she brings on like some different hosts she does a really cool segment where she'll bring on one guest that's like pro-life and another one that's pro-choice and she'll just both hear them out equally and it's like more of like an interview style she does a really cool way with her podcast but i don't know why the how that made it into fifth place i really really don't know i'm so surprised true crime garage didn't make it into fifth place that would have been my guess but anyway those are my top five interesting my top podcasts are obviously crime junkie and then coming in at number two, we have Caller Daddy. <laughs> I absolutely love what Alex Cooper's done with the show. Now, I understand the stigma that comes around the older episodes when it was her and her co-host. But since she signed with Spotify and has become a solo podcast host, incredible. It's really just become an open platform. She does interviews with like Mia Khalifa. She did one with one of like the head Playboy bunnies. And like she goes into depth. I can't remember her name. I think her name might be Heidi something. That was so interesting to hear what it was like for these bunnies and how they got signed on into these contracts to be with Hugh Hefner and what it was like behind closed doors. And she has a bunch of other really cool people that she interviews. She has interviewed Miley Cyrus now, a couple other big names, like celebrity names. So it's definitely steered more towards like an interviewing podcast than just kind of a comedy sex talk 
podcast. But yes, that comes in at number two. Uh, number three, Supernatural with Ashley Flowers, the same host from Crime Junkie. It's just more kind of ghost stories, aliens, any like type of mystery stories. Number four, we've got Zane and Heath Unfiltered. Oh my goodness. Zane and Heath from The Blog Squad. <laughs> I love their podcast. It's I think it's really funny. Their, their co-hosts are Heath's girlfriend, Mariah, who I think is hilarious, mm-hmm. and Matt King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in love with Matt King. Till the day I die, I love him <laughs> so much. <laughs> but he doesn't know I exist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just a really fun podcast. I think they're fun people. Yeah. And my final is uh, Serial oh, by Serial yes. Productions. Yes, so, yes. I will say, though, I am someone who listens to music over podcasts like when i'm at work i usually just have music going and i think that's why i have so many different genres and such a high listening minute count this year i need to still get into podcasting more which is hilarious because we have a podcast now (laughs) yeah literally that's so funny i feel like i'm a bit of the opposite it's easier for me to do things and to like run errands and to work when i'm listening to a just people talk just listening to a podcast rather than like music i feel like it's more a little bit more distracting for my brain rather than just to hear just like people talking for me to like drown it out i don't know because it depends yeah oh interesting yeah we're totally different there i feel the same way but with podcasts it is weird how they set up the stories this year for the spotify rap because it goes into podcasts but then it jumps back in to music and i am interested to hear how many different artists you listen to this year nicole i listened to 952 different artists how many artists did you listen to (laughs) that's pretty good that is that no that's pretty good i listened to 1733 different artists (laughs) this year which kind of blows my mind it's a lot i didn't realize i knew that many artists Mm -hmm. yeah but i guess it makes sense when you just shuffle a random like radio playlist each one of those new people would be added to this number so yes i can see exactly (laughs) what is your top artist the big drum roll, please. My top artist of 2021 was Miss Taylor Swift, <gasps> the woman who raised me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, I I was in her top 1% of listeners this year. Wow. Yeah, crazy. She's a Swifty. I'm sure that number would have jumped if Red Taylor's version came out like a little bit earlier in the year. Yeah. To like really count up all those plays. I'm sure that number would have jumped. Oh, totally. Who was your number one artist of the year? Uh, do we even need to say it? Do we even need to digest? Of course, it's Ariana. Yes. My queen, Ariana. I love this woman so much. And I'm so surprised that one of her songs didn't make it into my top five. Like, very surprised that we are this far into this episode and this is the first time I'm saying her name. Very, very shocked. She even put in an album this year and that was on repeat. So, skeptical of like Spotify Raps algorithm, but I do love Ariana. I was in the top 0.5% of listeners with 2,855 minutes listened to Ariana. Wow. I wanted to make a note that last year i with ariana was also my top artist of course and last year i was in the top 0.05 percent of listeners that is so crazy i wonder what that number looks like because obviously spotify has so many users yeah but that number alone like 0.05 sounds like you were it was like you and joan grande like her mom (laughs) literally me joan and frankie all listening to ariana i know it literally feels like that i love ariana to death i have such a special bond with ariana i feel like i connect with her on such a deep level we both went through a really really hard time at the exact same time mm-hmm. and that's like really cool to go through with an artist because you're feeling their music exactly how they're feeling it mm-hmm. and i i just love her my top song from ariana is seven rings which is very weird i don't know why that's my top song from her she had a whole album this year oh and i don't know why seven rings from 2019 is my favorite song i don't know i really really don't know yeah she had a whole album <laughs> yeah but i guess seven rings must have really done it for you uh, that's very interesting i will say i am very very surprised that she did not make it into any of your top songs tell me about it oh yeah very surprised i kept thinking you were gonna say ari somewhere and you didn't i know but very 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 interesting my song that i couldn't get enough of of taylor swift which i listened to 4551 (gasps) minutes of taylor swift this year whoa yeah i'm fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i'm fine and i couldn't get enough of her song peace 
I I think I listened to this song like four times today alone, so I'm not surprised. I'm sorry. I'm not a big Swifty. I did listen to the ten minute version of All Too Well. I listened to a couple of re-records. What is Peace? What album did this come off of? I need a background for us non Swifties. Peace came off of Folklore. Oh. And it's so good. It's just her kind of talking about like, can you be enough for someone if you know that you're never gonna fully be able to give them peace? Very sad. Yeah, it's definitely a sad one, but her voice is so good. I can't recommend, like, Folklore and Evermore are such good albums. Really? Those are more in line with, I would say, Fearless and... Mm. No, it's not as country as debut, but if you want to get back to kind of, like, Fearless vibes, absolutely gorgeous. Storytelling, vocals, everything. I cannot get enough of T-Swift. I She's running the music industry right now. I am just <laughs> floored by what a comeback she has made. I could go on for hours, but truly the entire world hated her. Mm -hmm. And she has been able to come back stronger than ever. And she's just so clever, so clever. Some may say borderline insane because she is so (laughs) clever in hiding like little Easter eggs throughout her Instagram posts, her TikTok posts. If you ever find yourself on Swifty TikTok, like it is crazy the theories that all of her fans come up with. There's a whole theory that her and... Harry Styles committed vehicular manslaughter together while they were in New York and parts of her album from, I can't remember if it was Reputation or Lover, they've like made connections where it's like, oh, like Harry was in at this time, like this must have happened. It's a whole conspiracy. So Swifties are crazy. I wouldn't say I'm on that level, but yeah, love T-Swift. Wow. We are moving on to the last section of our Spotify raps, our top artists. Let's go. My obviously top artist, where you said this, is Ariana. Mm-hmm. My second artist is actually Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. I'm very surprised that one of her songs did not make it higher in the list. Oh my gosh. I love Olivia. Her album Sour, like you said, was just... She's my number two, too. Oh my goodness. Her album Sour was just so good. I loved the entire album. For me, there was no skips on that album. I loved all of it. Her music videos that came along with her singles were so well done. Oh my gosh. I just, I was so obsessed with the Joshua and Olivia timeline. Speaking of which, Joshua is coming out, well, by the time this podcast gets released, his three-part little story of his side have already been dropped. I am so obsessed. I love both of their voices so, so, so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so happy that Olivia is my top two. I love Olivia as well. As I said, she's my second artist. Crazy. Obviously, right after Taylor Swift, mother, daughter. Yes. Frick, I love them so much. <laughs> my number three artist is Ariana Grande. <gasps> yes. No surprise there. Yes, we've already been over it. We don't need to beat a dead horse. We love her. <laughs> I think she is incredibly talented. <laughs> yeah, Ariana really is just like unbelievable i feel like i could do an entire episode just on ariana just how much like genius is in her writing and all of her like production skills are just insane her harmonies are un- so unreal her vocal range is unreal i will stop right now because i will go on forever <laughs> who is your number three artist nicole my number three is actually madison beer she came out with an album this year and i was obsessed with it it was so good i loved reckless which came after the album, but Mm. I loved Reckless. Her entire album was very cool. It's very, like, storybook-themed. It's beautiful. It's very fantasy. She's on tour right now, and her tour outfits are so gorgeous. She looks like a little fairy princess up on stage. Beautiful. Her voice is unreal. Selfish came out in the beginning of the year, and I'm obsessed Mm. with it still. She gives off a little bit of Ariana with her, like, stage presence and her her lyrics and her, like, music overall tone, and she's definitely going to get there with her vocal range. I think Madison has so much potential. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely agree. That's so funny that she is your number three because Madison Beer is my number four. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So all of our similarities are coming out in the top artists. They really, really are. Basically ditto to what you said. I think she is incredibly talented. She's gorgeous also. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't even fathom how much beauty was put into her. Like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. And my final top artist of the year coming in at number five is Miss Casey Musgraves. Oh, my goodness. Love Casey Musgraves. Her album, Golden Hour, is so good. But her album that came out this year, Starcrossed, was all about her divorce. Wow. Very, very powerful. And just her lyricism in it. I recommended Mm -hmm. Camera Roll once this album came out on the podcast. 
and I still that song just gives me chills every time relate to it so hard I think that might have been your first recommendation like I think that might have been from the first episode it was one of the first few I think yeah well my number four is Billie Eilish which is actually kind of surprising I didn't think I listened to her that much to being a top artist but I did love a couple songs off of the album we were talking about earlier but very interesting yeah she's top four and then top five my favorite probably my longest favorite is my top five i love this man so much i listened to him all throughout high school all throughout university he is just he inspired me to take guitar lessons i love this man so much he is the one and only john mayer of course he <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I i love this man so much like he's honestly like equal running of ariana like my the room in my heart i love them both so much john mayer just means so much to me because i've listened to him for so long and it just reminds me of like high school days Mm -hmm. and his old albums his old like sappy love songs i just i can't get enough of them i love john mayer so so much yay i'm glad that he made it into your top five i know I know. But yeah, that wraps up our Spotify wrapped. Oh my goodness, that was so cool deep diving into who we were listening to this year. Yeah. I kind of wish we had a bit more time to discuss like what songs didn't make it on. Me too. But that is kind of what Spotify wrapped for us. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. It's just a very interesting, now that it's been a couple years that Spotify has been doing this, it's so much fun to go back and like listen to your 2019 Spotify wrapped playlist. Yeah. Just to hear what you were listening to in that stage of your life. It's so fun. So I'm really excited to have 2021 because it was such a crazy year. Yes. For both of us. Yes. And just to see it in music form. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. Well, I guess we'll move on to our recos. I think it was only appropriate to recommend more music to you guys this week. Yeah. We decided to recommend songs that we love that didn't make it into our Spotify wrapped that we didn't really have time to like dive deeper into. Mm -hmm. Jane, what are yours? What are your recommendations? I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers. This song, oh my god, I love it. I listen to it on loop. I think the buildup in it is incredible. When you listen to it either in the car or like with both of your headphones in, it makes me feel transcendent. Like I just love it. And she has such a great voice, obviously. So I was kind of sad to not see that one in there because I listened to that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a cool song. Yeah, yeah. It is a very, very cool song. My second one is Superbed Mantra by Johnny and Christian Blue. An absolute bop got stuck in my head probably for two months straight. <laughs> and Edward Forty Hands by Mom Jeans. I lied to guess I'm just like Gotta throw in a little Midwest emo punk in there. That song always just makes me feel so hyped up and ready to go. (laughs) I was sad to not see it in my wrapped, but I think you guys should definitely listen to it. Very cool. What about you, Nicole? What are your songs? My recommendation, my song recommendations of this week are... First one is Baby Blue by Dempsey Hope and Olivia O'Brien. I love this song. It is so catchy. I listen to it so often. I don't know how it did not make it into my Spotify wrapped. It's such a fun, fun little song. I definitely recommend it. It's um, it's kind of like an upbeat. Dempsey Hope kind of does like a little bit of like singing rap and Olivia O'Brien comes in with her incredible vocals. They sound so good together. I love them so much. My second recommendation is of course Ariana considering she did not get a song placement in my <laughs> Spotify wrapped. Fair. I'm recommending Safety Net by her off her new album. And also Just Like Magic. Those two songs are so good they're not my favorite off the album but i think they're like uh, very lovable songs just like magic is like you know me and jane you 
do know that we both love like manifesting mm-hmm. and anything to do with like the universe sending you signals and being on your side we love that and that song just like magic is that in a song we love it so so much yeah and my third recommendation is a very sappy song it's called a little bit yours by jp Sachs. i let myself want you i let myself This song is literally heartbreak in a bottle. Oh my god, it breaks my heart every single time I listen to it. Mm. His voice sounds incredible in this song. I think he sounds so good in this song. I think it's one of his best ones yet. Honest, literally just heartbreak in a bottle. Like, that's the only way I can describe it. As I'm speaking, I don't know how I'm not recommending this song. I'm adding a fourth. I'm so sorry. It is the song Nothing by Bruno Major. We're not making out on a boat in the rain. In a house, I painted blue, but there's nothing like doing nothing. This was my number one, or maybe it was maybe it was my number two song last year by Bruno Major. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It is like my favorite song, hands down. It has to be like my wedding song or something because i just am so obsessed with this song just like oh my god i love it so much so so much nothing by bruno major you have to listen to it and get in your feels and start crying and Mm -hmm. yeah and start crying and just like all over the place i love so much i i listen to that song and in my head i'm just like okay i'm manifesting this type of love i want someone to love me the way that bruno loves the girl that he or loves the person that he wrote exactly this song about because it is so yeah beautiful it's just beautiful and pure and real yeah i'm so happy you threw that in there because i i hear that song and the world stops <laughs> on it me too like it has to be my wedding song i don't care who i'm getting married to if they don't like it it's my wedding song i'm so sorry <laughs> you have to take it or leave it i love that song too much to give it up <laughs> sorry wedding canceled <laughs> literally but that is it oh my goodness Thank you for sticking around if you made it this far. We know this was a long episode. Probably (laughs) threw your head first spin with everything we were talking about. But hope you enjoyed hearing what we listened to this year. I honestly, like, some people hate when people share Spotify on Instagram. Because, like, some people are like, I'm not going to listen to that. Why are you sharing that? But I love it. I love it so much. I love it. I love when people share, like, what they're listening to. I love seeing everyone's raps. So glad that you guys got, like, a little deeper dive on we were listening to this year yeah oh exactly i'm a very nosy person i always want to know what people are listening to what their favorite song is at the moment i think that tells so much about a person like yeah. what do you listen to when you're alone and just jamming out and spotify wrapped is such a great way to kind of peer behind the curtain of people that you follow but maybe don't see day to day and that you just kind of get to yeah look in there and be like oh interesting it's very personal yet not because it's just music yeah but I view music as almost like a diary. Most of the songs that you listen to are songs that resonate with you personally. So it's just very, very interesting to see. Yeah. So to any of our listeners out there who posted it on their stories, you can almost guarantee that Nicole and I were creeping you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and looking at what you were listening to. A hundred, a hundred percent. People at my work were like sharing their raps and I'm like, ooh, so interesting. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Thank you guys again for listening to us rap our Spotify raps and we will talk to you guys next week yeah thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it we'll talk to you next week bye bye